Hey, welcome to the Going Once Podcast. I'm Scotty, I'm joined by Mitch. Hello. And Spencer. Howdy. Today, we got our week one preview, as well as our draft review. Um, this draft year was a little bit funky. Uh, not a lot Sucked, of actually, some may say. Started off, uh, started off, uh, almost messed up the entire draft. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, we definitely did not, uh, it, the auction values did not go in right away. Uh, so, some keepers were kept for free. Which, for some people, would be very helpful. Some people, it would have hurt out a lot. So, with that being said, we got it to work. Uh, thank you, Sleeper App. Not a sponsor. <laughs> no free ad. Give me $10. <laughs> yeah, we got, to, we got to go. So, I think what we're going to do right now, we're just going to go through our... We'll go through... Quickly go through our teams right now. Kind of talk about them. Um, and I'll go from there. So, I'll, I'll start right now. I got uh, Kyler Murray, who's a keeper, as well as Antonio Gibson. So, we knew that already. Um, I got Zeke for, I believe it was like $65. Um, not even one of the highest running backs out there. No. Nope. Um, but so definitely paid up for him there. I kind of saw how the league was going to go. Uh, and I went with, I just paid up for Zeke. I was like, I'm getting him. Got it. Um, wide receiver wise, this is where it gets a little rough. I have uh, no clear cut number one yet. Uh, hopefully someone develops into a number one. But I have uh, T. Higgins, Deontay Johnson, and Odell Beckham. Uh, Noah Font is my tight end because uh, we got some douchebags in the league. And the other bench guys are uh, Chase Edmonds, I've Miles never... Gaskins. I wasn't ready. <laughs> I've never heard someone's being so angry about not being able to drop Logan Thomas. Because four drafts already, I haven't got him yet. It's, it's, but he's not like he's not elite, Scotty. <laughs> yeah, like I understand he's a good, he's a fine player, but it's like it, this is just such a weird hill. I missed the memo when he was a top five three tight end. I missed that memo. Yeah, he's just gonna be good for the value I got him at, and I, well, I don't got him at. <laughs> I was about to say you, you don't got him at any value. You ruined his ADP by talking about him so much. All of your friends were like, so, he's amazing. Yeah. Uh, but Miles Gaskin, uh, Raheem Mostert, uh, Curtis Samuel, Corey Davis, and Brandon Ayuk. Are, is on my team there. Who can... So I have a lot of guys who I feel comfortable with them being my two. Uh, I need that number one elite wide receiver. Other than that, I kind of like it, but like there's potential there, but it's not lock yet. Okay, so my team, uh, my keepers were Calvin Ridley and Derek Henry. So love those two guys. And then here's the rest of my draft that I don't really love. Uh, Dak Prescott, who I, okay, I do love him. <laughs> I got the Dak... Dak Prescott and Amari Cooper stack. I paid up for Amari Cooper. I thought C.D. Lamb was going to be eligible to draft, but it uh, turns out someone kept him, and I had no idea or that he was on a roster. Yeah, I was really upset to find that out. The, like, I think it was the day before. Yeah. Yeah, I actually found out about it late, too, and I was, I, it was like, ah, oh, that's the right pick. Yeah. Like, that sucks. Then uh, my third wide receiver is Cooper Cup. I think as a third wide receiver, he's pretty gar- darn good. Um. I could not get a value on any running backs. So my starting three running backs are Henry and Damien Harris, who does not catch the football, and Gus, the Gus Bus, who also, also does not catch the So football. I don't have any running backs who catch the football. It's and, only half PPR, so it's not a death note, but uh, it's it definitely pretty funny. And then my tight end is TJ Hawkinson, a.k.a. TJ Droppinson. So uh, I begrudgingly took him. My bench is Kenny Galladay, Jalen Waddell, Trey Sermon, Cortland Sutton and Kenyon Drake. 
And apparently I had to pay like 25 bucks for Trey Sermon because I needed a running back. That yeah. was pretty funny. Shout out Zach. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> all right, I guess, I guess I'm just taking – I'm just spending the rest of my money on Trey Sermon. So. That was weird. I, I was surprised he went for that. Yeah. So, <laughs> go ahead, Mitch. All right, so I, my keepers were Lamar Jackson. If you were following, you knew that was happening. You're a diehard. And then I kept Tyreek Hill. <laughs> if you're a diehard. <laughs> One hard groupie. So. But yeah, so Lamar and Tyreek Hill went for $48. So I had a solid amount of bid left. And then, I, I mean, I basically accidentally got Jonathan Taylor and Joe Mixon. Because I was just bidding on them. And they never went above a certain price. And then everyone stopped bidding. And I just got two running backs that like. So it was pretty sweet. Yeah, apparently, they, kinda, they went in a good range. So I think when there's elite running backs available. So there, there was five like elite running backs that were available in this league to draft. And when they didn't go before, like, Jonathan Taylor and, like, everyone was like, I can hold off and I can get Joe Mixon. All right, Joe Mixon and Jonathan Taylor were just kind of there. Like, ah, I don't want to go too high because I need money left to go spend on McCaffrey or um, Kamara. And I think it worked out very well in the long run. So I think it turns out next year you just have to nominate running backs that, like, are at a tier below but you believe in before yeah. all the elite guys are gone. And not rookies. And not rookies. <laughs> My God. People like rookies. And not if you put up the top two running backs, the one guy will bid $150 for two guys. And it's fair. You see his point projections. <laughs> yeah, and you see it. It's like, oh. Well, that helped out with him, too, um, before we get back into Mitch's team. But like you got, he got to keep Diggs and Metcalf already for Very little. almost like 17 bucks or something like that. Yes. So you really can have that value of just – overspending for two guys. Yeah. So pretty. I think it worked out good for it. It, it kind of, if you have that like, freedom, that's the way to go. All right. So if we're, as you hear, the running back situation kind of went in a weird spot in this league. Went so, south quick. Yeah. So I ended up basically loading up with wide receivers and like two running backs that I kind of liked. So I ended up getting Chris Godwin, who was my second. And then I got LaVishka Chenault. Um, I got Marcus Callaway, Michael Pittman. And then Will Fuller on the bench is my wide receiver. So it's like, there's something there. <laughs> Definitely need someone to hit. I need someone to take a leap. And then, because I don't really have a flex play. Like, <laughs> like someone needs to step up as a flex play. Like, I have a third wide receiver, and then someone is vying for that spot. And then I got Mark Andrews, who I'm pretty stoked to stack in with Lamar Jackson. I'm hoping that, you know, helps me with the no third running back slash no flex play thing. And then, yeah, I think that's about it right there. I got... I, don't really, I have Jamal Williams on the bench. I don't really have a good running back. And down. you stole Jamal Williams from yeah. me. And I also stole Michael Carter, which I also feel terrible. Not terrible. I don't feel good about. So. Oh, you didn't steal him. I was not going to bid for him. I know. I didn't steal him from anybody, but it sounds better. Because <laughs> I have Michael Carter. I don't want Michael Carter that much anymore. But I had to steal him from people who did want him to make my team look better. But yeah, that's about it. And then the good week one matchup against the Dolphins with New England defense. That's about it. Oh, so, yeah. I have. Uh, I like my team, but it definitely got to a spot where it's like, wow, my running back depth is terrible. Like, I told Spencer and Scotty, our waiver wire is going to be a dogfight. Like, week one, week two, week three is going to be just a scrap of... It is nice to see that every team in the league, like, has a weakness. It's a, there's a lot of struggle busting going on. The so, way the draft went was yeah, kind of you went really heavy and got your running backs, or you went really heavy and got your wide receiver. And the wide receiver in this league, I think, went for probably the some of the like, really good value here. And yeah, the running Chris backs. Was, Chris Godwin went for like twenty dollars. I was super psyched about that. Yeah, I had to spend <laughs> twenty three for him. I, I did have to spend forty bucks for Mari Cooper. So that was pretty. But funny. wasn't he one of the earlier guys? No, he was in the middle. He was no. Was the reason him. I did is he was the last like elite wide receiver left. And I, with how the team was going, I'm like, I need to get a Mari Cooper. Oh so. yeah. So that's the other thing too with them too. When the, the last elite wide receiver goes, it always goes for the most. 
Yeah. And that's what happened with me like having to pay up for Mike Evans. Like, oh, crap. If I don't uh, pay up for this guy, you end up like, <laughs> nope. you have nobody. So, no, I would rather pay it up for Amari Cooper than that. That 55 was ridiculous last year. But, like, you have to do what you have to do. At some it was point amazing last draft. year is what that was. Um, that was it's the same time. thing, too, when you start overspending on – say like just lower end running backs so i don't know no one i don't think any low end running back really went ridiculously crazy from what trey i sermon. remember trey sermon, trey sermon yeah, <laughs> thanks zach everything else yeah javante went for his 20 javante went for 26 too yeah but he's i i see that more than trey sermon yeah i can i can see what you're saying yeah um but yeah other than that i think everyone else went we went Top heavy. So uh, Alvin Kamara was the most in our league with seventy three dollars, uh, followed by Chris McCaffrey at seventy two. Yeah, so, league record. Oh, those guys went for a ridiculous price. Um, and then I uh, yeah, the next was Zeke. Zeke, I think sixty four was actually the third highest. Yeah, yeah, it was weird. I I, I kind of try to get it like every year. Everyone's always like, I want to get the best running back, obviously. So. I mean, we're, everyone got to try to get Christian McCaffrey and then all these top running backs, but our league just kind of goes over the top. It's low. <laughs> There's a couple yeah. people who are just very willing to spend on it. And, uh, yeah. Barkley went for 66. Well, that was because he got into a spot where Anthony kind of needed someone. Right. No, Anthony kind of so, got bullied. I'm just saying, that. like, the value. I didn't see what the value is, though. He so. also has had him in the past, so. Yeah, it should have made him spend less. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. That $6 is not like bad as long as he, if he plays, like I said, that's, that's fine. That's perfect. It's just bad for what Barkley is currently. Right. Like, you just there's just no way you're keeping him. If you would have got Barkley for $51 and Barkley went off as like a top five running back this year, you're like, I'm probably going to keep Barkley next year yeah. for 52 But, yeah, you just can't keep him now. It doesn't look like, again, though, all these running backs went high, though. All these running backs can go right back in the draft, which is awesome. Again, so... It's going to kind of keep that high value. It looks like our league's going to turn into a league where everyone keeps wide receivers and just wide running backs are just going to be spend Spend, spend, spend. I am Good sad time. that this is last year I can keep Derrick Henry. It does make me sad. I know. I have to be a scrub and get a real quarterback next year. Like <laughs> guys. I mean, Dak Prescott for five. I got to do the same that's thing, what, too. Just think about that. Yeah, that's why I'm not even worried about it anymore. I don't think I'm going to keep a quarterback anymore unless, again, that $1 value it's, is like ridiculously cheap. If you can keep him for under $5 guaranteed, yeah. like it's worth it because you're getting you're getting a top five asset that you don't have to mess with waivers anymore. You don't have to make any fab moves. You don't, you don't have, have to, to you, play matchups. Yeah, you don't even have to think about that. You make one week, and it's like if someone is completely exceptional, you could, actually, you could even pick them up, and then you still have good value for the guy with no money. I mean, my quarterbacks at the end of last year were Jalen Hurts and Justin Herbert, who both I picked off waivers. Yeah, like, yeah, there's, there's who are value. both ten top ten options this year. There's both in value. Well, we'll see how Hurts does. Oh, his legs are broken. Yeah, well, well they're not broken, but running. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his legs are broken. Relax, it. he's fine. <laughs> you get it. <laughs> running quarterbacks are broken. So, but, <laughs> yeah, that's how. That um, that's how the draft the draft went. Uh, I think it's gonna be very interesting to see what happens week one and. Yeah, the first good running back that pops up, everyone's going to be shooting for. I know it's typical. The first three weeks are going to be so brutal for waivers. Yeah, first th- two, three weeks, all the fab is getting spent. Like, I- I'm assuming the, the if someone rolls an ankle, like, that their their handcuff is going to go for, like, 40 fab. <laughs> like, right off the rip. Yeah. So, all right. Now let's move on to, uh, we're going to do the starts and uh, sits of the week. I like the other draft. <laughs> yeah, I do like the other draft more. Um. Uh, so right, starts and sits of the week. Yeah, we'll do the starts and sits of the week. So I'll start off uh, because I totally remember it off the top of my head right now. If you don't, I can go. Uh, no, it's I am my start of the week is 
Chase Edmonds versus Tennessee. I think this game is going to be ridiculously high scoring. Uh, everyone is going to get involved on both sides of the ball. Um, we'll talk about it a little bit more in depth later, uh, too. But I think this is going to give them a lot of passing work here. Uh, again, the touchdown situation I don't know yet. That is the one negative side to it. But if he, I think he's going to be able to get a hundred all-purpose yards, a hundred all-purpose yards, uh, at least five catches, and um, I think a touchdown is in there. It's still scary, but I think he is going to be able to score this week. So I really like Chase Edmonds' upside this week. I think this game is going to be well above the 52-point over. Um, Look. Wow, you looked it up the over. <laughs> so Mr. Saying. Professional over here. Getting into the sports betting really big this year, <laughs> so uh, I'm going to check out a lot of that stuff. So it's just a play. Yeah. But no, I really like Chase Edmonds. Uh, I like it, I guess. I, I This is a situation I'd love to see week one, what happens with the Cardinals, between him and James Conner. Now, I'm in a league where I have to play James Conner. <laughs> so I really hope Chase Edmonds sucks this week because that means James Conner will be good. Maybe. I'm pretty neutral on it. I, I, I understand what Scotty's saying. I like it. This probably is going to be a pretty high-scoring game. Yeah, probably. Yeah, so, I mean, that's what you want. You want to take a guy on a good offense in a game they're going to score a bunch of points in. So yeah. That, it's, Cause that's Because both, both defenses – suck kind of stink yeah so i mean the titans defense has stunk for like two years now yeah and the cardinals sorry variable yeah sorry but (laughs) sorry for your pride all right my first start of the week is gonna be Devontae smith versus the falcons oh yeah it's just you know there are no other viable options in the eagles i mean they got Ertz and goddard who might both be fine but they probably gonna take away from each other Devontae Smith is going to get all the targets, and the Falcons' defense is absolute doo-doo. And I think Jalen Hurts and Devontae Smith have a chance. Like, you know, there's always that week one shocker. Like, oh, my God, what's happening? I think it's a chance it could be those two. That would be awesome. Yeah, it seems like a very, <laughs> it seems like a very similar situation uh, to what's going on with uh, the Chase Edmonds thing. He's like, this thing, again, defense sucks, and just an explosive player with Devontae Smith. Uh, this could be a game where find out if he's going to be good or not. This is the easiest, easiest, easiest start to a rookie season you can get. Exactly. Like, <laughs> Except it, unless it was the Titans, basically, I think. Or the Texans. Yeah. Like, unless you're Trevor Lawrence, you don't. <laughs> like, these are all top, bottom five defenses. If you can start your career against them, it's, it's great. So this would be good to see kind of how he's going to be used, if he's going to get a lot of targets, he's going to just get some deep balls, however it's going to be. Uh, but this could be a guy that could blow up and uh, be rookie of the year. Honestly, probably, yeah. I mean, if Jamar Chase and have a case of all the dropskis, I would. F- I don't know. What, Devontae Smith is going to have a lot of competition yeah. for Rookie of the Year. There is like four. I was also yeah, the quarterback situations. I think that's and Najee Harris. Yeah. and all the quarter. Yeah, all the quarterbacks. Like I do like him, but that is talk about. Poor. I mean, he has a chance. Sure. It's it's rough, but. <laughs> Okay, so my week one start of the week is I'm going to save the one I'm actually excited about for my next one. <laughs> so, but Adam Thielen is going to be necessary this week. Oh my God, are you kidding me right I'm now? Doing it. It, with Irv Smith going down. Which really sucks, by the way. Yeah, it does think. Oh, yeah, we didn't talk about Jake. Oh, yeah, we probably also bring out a lot of the injuries. I don't think we've talked well, about Well, here, we'll let too. Mitch finish okay, his so start and then we'll talk about right, injuries. So, yeah, so Adam Thielen is going to become. Like he he had it, he finished good in the red zone last year, and this year we were getting nervous about it because it was like, well, Adam Thielen's taking a step back, Justin Jefferson's taking a step forward, Irv Smith finally took a step forward at the end of last year, and then Irv Smith was like, hey, remember oh, whose legs weren't broken? 
that you were just talking about. Jalen Hurts? Yeah, well, his legs are broken, <laughs> yeah. unlike Jalen Hurts. So, Adam Thielen's going to be their touchdown red zone guy, probably, again. He's going to be just what... He's going to be... A, He's going to be a tight end on the outside. So he's probably going to catch touchdowns a lot this year. And I feel unfortunately confident in saying that. <laughs> yeah, he's probably yeah he's probably in line for a big week. Which, and the Bengals stink. Yeah, the, yeah. Speaking of defenses that kind of suck. They're not as bad, but. You could get burned by the Dalvin Cook like, yeah. train, but like that is, a, that is a risk I'm willing to take. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I like it overall with Thielen there. I like everybody on Minnesota this week. Yeah, I'm pretty psyched about yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it should be, it should work out pretty well. I need the help. I'm playing Chris McCaffrey week one. So I'll be like, come on, Justin Jefferson. <laughs> Different yeah. league. Yeah. Um. All right. Yeah. So we'll go. Let's go talk about some injuries really fast uh, before we forget about this for like probably the second or third week in a row. Professionals. Um. So I th- believe we brought up J.K. Dobbins on the show. We did, we did not. not. We did not. We did not bring up J.K. Dobbins. Yeah, so we're bringing up J.K. Dobbins. He uh. My champion ACL? is gone for the season. Basically, the injury that Barkley had last year is what J.K. Dobbins had. Same injury, same looking like, just mangled his whole knee. So now it's the Gus Bus show, and I'm upset about it. And as a person who was able to get Gus in a couple leagues, it's pretty cool. But, yeah, it's M- Mitch, Mitch and I, jokingly, we're talking about making a bet. Cam Akers versus J.K. Dobbins, beginning of, like, the the off season or, like, once we get ramped up in fantasy – and uh, both our champions went down the season-ending injury, so it really just... Mine did last longer, so I think I won the metaphorical bet. No, you did we not. we can't really prove it. No. <laughs> if you, I, I feel more... You would have a better argument if you're like, well, J.K. Dobbins actually is going to be fine, because Akers ruptured his Achilles, and that's just... That's bad. That's real bad, but... It's not fun. And then another guy that was had a lot of potential at the top of the year... This is my champion. Travis Etienne. No, never mind. I thought you were going, <laughs> I thought you were going to Irv Smith. So. Oh, I forgot about ETN. ETN. Oh my gosh, that's the that's ETN, got his champion. Yeah, ETN, it kind of that kind of hurts there. Um, I think with ETN going down though, it really made my love for Lavishka kind of like shoot up. Oh my god, that made me feel like I was never I wasn't super excited for him, but now I'm like, oh my gosh, like Urban Meyer likes those kind of plays, and Lavishka's he's going to be necessary on that offense, and it's like Trevor Lawrence is he's good. Watching him play preseason, it's like I know he's playing in scrubs, but like he looked really good mm-hmm. they said the connection has been there too with Lavishka, so that's pretty good again i'm not going to talk about Lavishka too much this is etn we're apologizing for him being missing the year um so that was another big one yeah we talked about Irv smith uh who else got there's a lot of people that were felt like we were just, just going down Irv smith like and it was weird about Irv smith is his timeline was four to six weeks or six months oh yeah that got bad so i was like and then i think he got those I, he got the six month one, so he's done for the year. So, yeah, but a lot of people went on that short term IR that I can't think about. Yeah, I'm trying to go on through and seeing oh, if yeah, I can. Yeah, Barkley is projected to play week one. I don't know if Kenny Galladay is though. Kenny Galladay, nothing. He returned to practice last Thursday, but you know he he hasn't been practicing for like a month now. Oh, the right guard for uh, this is a COVID one, but Zach Martin is out on Thursday. Yeah, for the Cowboys because of. Uh, COVID. Curtis so, Samuels projected to play week one. Very riveting injury segment. We kind of messed that part up. Yeah. <laughs> but we, we get better at it. We're, we're getting back in the groove of this. Yeah. So, really, and that's about it. Evan, Evan Ingram's game. projected to miss week one. So, the usual. The, yeah, exactly. Usual. He either plays terrible or he's injured. So. Man, that, is, that guy has a really unfortunate career. And just all of the Giants have unfortunate careers. Really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. And Kenny Galladay is unfortunately uh, jumping on that train. Yeah. Yeah. I like. As a person who has him, I didn't want him, but I got him. I don't think anyone really wants Kenny Galladay. Like he's really, really, really talented, and he's just in a butt of a situation. Yeah. Um, so is that basically all we have? I believe so. Lance for injuries, yeah. yeah. Any other? Well, Trey Lance hurt his finger, so it's probably Jimmy G starting basically. Yeah, Trey that's Lance. Really the only. Yeah, other Trey news. Lance is probably not getting that week one start, or potentially that week one start. Who knows? And Which is still crazy to me. Oh yeah, Cam Newton got cut. That was the other thing that happens. That's a oh, big one. good times. I forgot about that. Was crazy. Yeah, that was. That means cr- Damian Harris. That's not an injury. That, that, that that's why Damian Harris becomes at all relevant. Yeah, which is <laughs> that happened the day after I drafted Damian Harris and felt awful about it. And I was like, yes, Damian Harris <laughs> is gonna be good again. He's not gonna get vultured for 17 touchdowns from Cam Newton. This time. This, yeah, today. But. Okay. I think that's a bit it for news. A bit it. All right. So. Yeah, I think we're good. So, all right, Scotty. Starts of the week. So, yeah, going back to starts of the week now. And I'm going to go with a guy I've been loving all year. Uh, and it is Logan Thomas on um, the Washington football team. The top 10 oh, offense. I actually had. No, you know, that was set. Yeah, no, we're good. I, that was right, guy. But yep, that was your guy. So, yeah. No, I like it. They, they said there's been a good connection with them all all uh, preseason. They said he's going to get the uh, goal. He's going to get some goal line work. Yeah, again, Gibson should still get the majority work of it. But they're saying he could be at a lot of touchdowns last year. Like, last year, he only had six touchdowns. Um, that's still a great base for him. I think. That's not a bad number. No, that's a great base for him. I think, he, he's, I think he's going to get to eight this year for sure. I would love to see double digits. I'm not going to guarantee the double digits yet. So you're uh, saying he's going to increase by two touchdowns? So, yeah, but also more yards too. He didn't have that yeah. many yards last year. So I think overall it's going to it's going to work out pretty good. And he finished sixth last year good? with tight ends. I'm just nervous about Logan Thomas. I think week one it's a good matchup, but I just think there's going to be consistency issues because he's the third or fourth option on the team. Yeah, so I'm that's not... the only like I just think sometimes you're just going to he's going to be hit or miss. Like week one against the Chargers, it's good offense because good offense, but they also both have good defenses. So it's like it's just. Tight ends are always kind of a risk, though. So you're, you're putting your neck out when you pick a tight end. Yeah, I'm not going to – you know, if you've been listening, you know I despise the Logan Thomas pick and playing. But I just think Patrick has never, like, focused in on a tight end besides Gesicki, kind of, when he was in Miami. He's always looked for his wide receivers, whether it was Marshall and Decker, or in this case, Terry McLaurin and Curtis Samuel. So I'd rather wait and see what he looks like week one, but I mean it's tight end. So like if you play Logan Thomas, it, it's not gonna kill you because most tight ends are gonna suck this week. <laughs> uh yeah, I don't think there's really too many crazy good matchups this week. Yeah, for tight ends. Yeah, I mean but, unless you have a top three, like it's just you, never really good matchup. Yeah, it, so nah, I got still have one more draft to get Logan Thomas. I'm gonna have to do it. Good luck. First round. I hope we get sniped from you. It would be pretty funny. All right, my next start of the week is kind of a dual dual one. I have a dual one for my uh, sits of the week also, but I'm playing the narrative revenge game. Sam Darnold and Robbie Anderson versus the Jets. <laughs> I support this. <laughs> I don't support the, the narrative of revenge game, but I support Revenge the, game. I support the Sam Darnold thing. I mean, no one, no one here thinks the Jets are good. The Except Panthers, Tony Romo. Yeah, well, he thinks Zach Wilson's good. And Tony Romo is here, just so you know. <laughs> so I think uh, Sam Darnold and basically what we were talking about with Devontae Smith having a really easy week one like start to the NFL, Sam Darnold and his new team could not have an easier matchup than versus the Jets. 
And, like, you know, Scotty always brings up their elite run defense. Well, if they keep throwing it to Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, and McCaffrey, it's just – it's not going to matter. They're going to crush the Jets. It was just a weird statistic last year. I gotta say, it, <laughs> no, it, was, it, was, no. it was really funky. It was I just agree. because they were that bad against the pass. Yeah, no, that's just like that, well, we don't have to try it. This right, that was bad. that was the whole point to it, and it worked out like the entire year. Like the best team, the best our the running back that, that did the best against them last year was Melvin Gordon. Yeah, and that was week three. Like that was real early in the season. That was like it was like ridiculous overall. But no, but. Chris McCaffrey does not count when we're talking about run stop defense. Like it just <laughs> yeah, he doesn't count. It just does not. He's a, it's on a whole different level, right there. So it's like, and it's not even that he doesn't kill you with the the rushing game. He's great in, but it's like kills you with this this passing work too. It just catches the ball and he's gone. Like you can't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, problem. this is going to be a weird game. I, I don't actually know what to kind of think about this game because I mean the Panthers going to win. So <laughs> that's what you should yeah. think about the game. They have no, all that's the, not that. They have all the playmakers. <laughs> Right, but they, yeah, yeah, the I, Panthers are way more proven than the but Jets. I don't know Jets how are. like the, the Jets are going to score a lot or what's going to happen there. Like, where where's the the scoring? The going only with the chance I think the they Jets aren't. have is if they because it's like all the guys from the 49ers went over there, so it's kind of like a Shanahan light system. If they can run the football effectively and like keep the Panthers off the field offensively, they have a chance. But I don't really think that I wouldn't take that bet. <laughs> yeah, but but it also depends what Sam Darnold shows up too. This is the revenge I'm game. Kind of, right. but, but Sam, also, how how good is Teddy Bridgewater? Bad, right? So. He was fine last year on the Panthers, yeah. all last year. But with that system. what I said about so what I said about Teddy Bridgewater is Teddy Bridgewater doesn't lose you a game. He plays that type of football, which is a good, really good style of football. Do you th- but do you think Darnold's an upgrade over Teddy B? Yeah. Then yeah. But I, again, it's it's more of a wild card though. There's still a wild card situation there. I don't think so. I mean, I, I, I it's weird to bring up the wild card against the Jets. I, I understand yeah. when the team is good, but the Jets are not good. This yeah. is like when you're like, all right, this guy has a lot of potential. Because Darnold, a lot Darnold of has by far the most explosive offense he's ever seen in his life. With yeah, Anderson, has, Moore, McCaffrey, like in that in that rookie Marshall. He's got great weapons. Yeah. He's never had weapons. I like. Ever. I'm gonna say Carol. No, I'm gonna say Carolina's gonna win this game still. But, but I'm saying like the the blowout side of it is more where it is. No, I'm not saying I love the Jets. So I'm I do saying, like Cordae. Like some, like that's, just say that's like a different side of it. Like, if I was, like, streaming quarterbacks week one, Darnold is a guy I'm absolutely looking at right now. Yeah. Yeah, I could, I could see him. He's up there with the guys. You can do that same thing, stream. Uh, I think you can try to stream, uh, whatchamacallit, try, Trevor Lawrence's week one. You could do. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, he is playing the worst team, which is why I'm picking my start against him. <laughs> like, you guys are talking about having good starts of the year. It's what like, a well, segue. The only, the best start of the year is against the Texans, the team who is legitimately on fire and trying to lose. Like, they're, they're the only team that has nobody. <laughs> like, my start of the week is LaVishka Chenault because Trevor Lawrence is really good and the Texans are doo-doo in every possible way. And that's all you really got to know about them. Like, I think the Jaguars are going to kick the crap out of the Texans week one. Yeah, if you have the, the 49ers defense, they play the Texans uh, championship week. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I just was curious who the defense is. And then the Chargers. That's unfortunate. But. Look how many defenses I'm going to play against the Texans. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good strategy, if we're being honest. Like, my starters of the week are going to be at least 50% of the time against the Texans. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you kind of brought up your start of the week with the Vichy. I did. We should talk about. Yeah, so I now think I. Uh, what about, didn't you have a second one? No, that no. is the second one. I mean, it's Lavishka against. Oh, right. Sorry. Yeah, you yeah, just kind of brought it up very, very casually in there. Yeah. Yeah, it's got a segue, bro. Mm-hmm. Professional. So, yeah, no, I, I like it a lot it. there. There's a, 
I've heard some. I've heard some like rumors that like uh, Marvin Jones might be like the number one wide receiver over there too. I mean, Lavishka's yeah. not a he's Lavishka's more like a Brandon Ayuk or a Debo Samuel. Player. Right, like, so he's, he's a gadget, gadget guy. Player. Yeah, Curtis Samuel. Also, no, Debo, but yeah, oh, I see yeah. yeah, like they're both. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like he's gonna be. He's going to be good, but he's going to get a lot of more manufactured touches. He's going to be close to the line of scrimmage. Like, he could take a step, like, downfield and stuff, too, but that's I'm counting on him getting manufactured touches to get his base. I mean, it's a – I mean, it's against the Texans. It's a good, week, it's a good bet to make week one. Right. I mean, but I do – I am slightly – I like Trevor, but, like, I'm not confident in picking pass catcher from this group, at least to start the year. That's why I picked Lavishka. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's more. Yeah, it's more of those other plays because you can see him in the back. You can even see him get some like reverses. You can do a little bit of everything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Chark. Well, sorry, but Chark is third to me because of how much Urban Meyer has completely just he is not... destroyed him the entire offseason and be like he sucks essentially. Yeah, I would be kind of blown away if DJ Chark is good this year because of the way Urban Meyer is like, yeah, he can't even run. <laughs> like, oh yeah, this was something I wanted to ask. Do we think? I think Urban Meyer makes it like a year and a half in this job, honestly. Uh, it just depends on sorry, it's kind of a distract, like, kind of off-tracking us, but... I mean, I have no idea. It just depends how it goes. He treats it like a college, so it's, like, it's a little risque. Like, there's a lot of them who have success year one, and then it's, like, year two they get figured out. So it's, like, he might be a two-year guy. I, 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 I think they'll give him two. I think they'll give him two years overall. It just depends how good Trevor Lawrence is and how much of an ass Urban Meyer makes or a really <laughs> good college football job opens up and then it'd be like well no he's gonna he's already done everything in college yeah so he, he got kicked out of college for cheating like 15 times so he's gonna be in the NFL <laughs> until he retires yeah it's hard, when you cheat at every school you've ever gone to it's hard to continuously go back yeah. unless Notre Dame ha- opens up in two and a half years oh yeah but no I think I think he'll get a little bit of time but you gotta see kind of what's going on over, over there so he's already hasn't really started off on the I don't think he started off on the greatest foot yet. That's why I'm saying it's like it it's already tough. looks bad. But it like Trevor Lawrence looks good though, so that's yeah. The, that's the only that's issue. a saving grace. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like he could be a real butt, but if they're like winning out of you know because Trevor despite, Lawrence despite despite yeah. Urban Meyer, yeah, like you know how it goes sometimes where it's like the coach is mediocre, the team is just fine. Yeah. So. Okay. Now let's move on. To I just wanted to bring that up because I was thinking about it. Yeah. Let's move on to the sits of the week. Um, I knew we had something else to do. Well, you got another thing after this. We're gonna. I, I want to start off the city of the week. I'm gonna start off with uh, DeAndre Swift. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> They're playing against the 49ers here. I don't think this game's gonna be close. I don't think they're gonna be able to run the ball all that much. Well, the issue with Swift is he, he's not going to really be playing week one. Like the coach, what's his face? He was saying he's like even if Swift is available, he's not going to be fully available. It's gonna be like a 50-50 split. And it's like, well, that's awful. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a good defense against a bad team, and if it's a timeshare between the two running backs, that's just not. And we, I mean, the Lions are projected to be losing by a lot or quick, so I I, I want to stay away. I would love yeah, to stay I'm away. Staying away from that, and then that thing that opens the door for Jamal Williams this week to get just these, especially even the garbage time pass work, where he just starts at the end of the game when they're down by twenty points, and they're just like, all right, let's just march on the field, let's give him the ball, and let him run twenty yards. I will say this, though, like, if DeAndre Swift, because DeAndre Swift might not play week one. He's projected to, but something could happen with his groin injury. If he doesn't play, he's definitely my sit of the week. Yes. But then Jamal Williams becomes very, very interesting week one. Now, granted, it's still, all the things still count, but he's going to get all of the work. Like, I don't know their third string running back, but I guarantee he ain't getting nothing. 
So yeah, they were a bad team. Yeah, they're really bad. See, this team is just gonna be an interesting team to watch all year to see who's kind of gonna get this. I feel like some of these teams, like yeah, every team is just bad. There could be a lot of just low. Like it could just be a lot of like just top heavy, like a top heavy league this year. Yeah. All right. So my sit of the week. Now I'm gonna preface this with all of my sits of the week are players you drafted high and probably have to start anyway. But I don't feel I don't have any confidence starting some of these guys. And my first of the week is Julio Jones, and this is not based on Julio Jones because he's had dealt with a little injury bug in camp, but he seems to be fine now. I'm concerned. I want to see what the team does with Julio. That's and I would love to see it before like real fantasy time, but you, that you don't have you can't afford that. It's so. unfortunate because like <laughs> this, like we talk about this could be a really high scoring game. But, like, what happens if Derrick Henry just runs for 250-3 and three against the Cardinals' defense, which sucks? Yeah, there's a lot of just factors, and you don't know who's going to end up being that. You really love Derrick Henry. I mean, the Cardinals— think he's going to go for 250-3 and three literally every game. No, I— He only does it against the Jaguars and the Texans. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> is the Cardinals' defense elite? I mean, is it the Jags or the Texans? No, but is it, like— Top is it is it, is it average? The, the, the Cardinals defense is like funky. It's either like it either stops stuff pretty well. I mean, they really just well, got JJ Watt. Like there could be a better defense. And they, they got, could. What's his name? They just got uh the dude who's really good at Madden all the time, Simmons, right? I, I mean, he's a second year player, but yeah, <laughs> I couldn't think of his name. Isaiah Simmons. That's what it was. But I'm not I'm not saying Derek Henry's going to, but like I'm I just want to see Julio's usage before. I just want to see what it is. 250 and 3 is always a potential for Derrick Henry, which is the scariest part about him. Same thing with Julio and AJ Brown. But though. yeah, that's the other They're going to rush for 250 and 3? If you didn't get 250 and 3, yeah. So the, the 3 gets tough for uh, Julio, but um, the 250. Like, but Julio's like the guy. Yeah, 250's gets, fine. The 3 yeah, is impossible. Gets, 3 is impossible. Yeah, AJ Brown will get the 3, and then Julio will get the 250. So just how it will work out overall. But yeah, so the, everyone can go there. You can't, you're right. You can't. Fully sit these guys. You can't sit somebody. Julio. I, I I have him in the league, and I'm not sitting him. But I, I'm but yeah, nervous. There is, there is some concern. You want to see if it actually is going to work out as well as it kind of just seems like it can on paper. So, all right, my sit of the week. My first one is Daryl Henderson. Bum bum bum. They're playing the Bears week one, and I don't think he's that good of a running back. <laughs> and they just got Sony Michelle, and like. They got Stafford, so it's like, I don't know if they're really going to be... I don't know what kind of game it's going to be. That game is kind of going to be scrappy. And it's like, I think it's going to be kind of just an ugly game. It's low scoring, because they're both good defenses. And Stafford, even if they do pass the ball, I think they're going to be throwing the ball. Because it's like, I don't... They don't really want to rely on Henderson to me. That's why they went and got Sony Michelle. And it's like, I just... Personally, I never believed in him. So, <laughs> And it's just a bad week one matchup for him to be in, to me. Um, I think... I think the Sony Michelle, it, that's more of a depth piece. I mean, he's. Work, I know he's going to get work. Henderson show. I, <laughs> like I, they've proven they don't want to use just Henderson. I know. Are you sure? Yeah. Will you just let me talk before you interrupt me? It depends what you're going to say. Because uh, they lost Xavier Jones to, I think he he yeah. got hurt and then they cut him because it's Xavier Jones. But <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I had to, <laughs> I, I had, I had to do it. Hail, I, that's a hail mary. You just told me I didn't catch the hail mary. I was like, oh darn. Like it does not affect. Yeah, me. man, you suck. How can you not catch the it hail does, mary? It does not. You affect had seven me. defenders over you. Yeah, it just did not. It did not affect me. It was just a hail mary play for exactly what we're saying. What exactly what you're saying? Where they just want to know that you said Henderson. There's Michelle. Like they just want to use everybody. So there's yeah. So I do think it's a death piece. Plus he's gonna get worked in, and 
I do think with once Cam Akers got hurt, I think it set the fate of this team's just going to pass a lot more than they initially planned to. So oh, yeah. yeah, with him and getting injured, that's when Cup I kind of shot up my board. Yeah, I'm just so. terrified if Stafford gets hurt. They're going to be the worst team <laughs> if Stafford yeah. gets hurt. Yeah, and Stafford I, plays doesn't really get hurt, so he usually the last plays through three it. years. So he plays through a lot of it though. Except the last three years. So I think he still hasn't even missed that many games last three years. I mean, he settled well, like the eight one year last year. No, it wasn't last year. The back injury was half the season, and then last year, last year that was not last year. This past season, he missed like maybe a game or two, if that. He, he played had a, sixteen games like this yeah. last year. He's went. He's played 16 every year except for 2019, where he did eight with his back. Yeah, yeah. He like it always. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying he he always plays through it though. He's like he's that guy. Yeah, but now he's 20 years in the league. He's not. He's like 32. I know. Two. 33. 33. 33. Okay. But yeah. the way he plays. I mean, he, it always seems like he's injured because he always playing through well, something. He is injured. <laughs> but he can play through it. Is what Scotty is saying. I know, but that's. It can, ask Cam Newton how long that lasts. I mean, Stafford has already lasted stuff. longer than Cam Newton. I know. It's an ending train is what I'm saying. Uh, I'm not as concerned. Like I said, him being injured is not really on my uh, concern. Uh, I think he's going to be play. I think he's going to play smart this year. And I, I like this. Yeah, this passing game. I, I wanted a piece of all. I wanted a piece of this all year, like especially when Cam Akers went down. So I, I'm definitely scared of Henderson this week one. Again, he's in that spot. He's in the in-between spot where you might be forced to play him, but he's typically in a guy. If you got him and where I think you guys got him, he should be at like a flex play at most you would have to do with him. And then there should be a wide receiver out there that you can put over him. Mm-hmm. Um, so my last uh, set of the week, similar to Julio Jones, is T. Higgins. Now, dun, I, dun, dun. I absolutely love T. Higgins, but I'm on, I'm scared of Minnesota. I mean, I'm scared of Minnesota's like uh, what they got there. They're big, they're big uh, cornerback too. That's gonna be locking them. That could be locking down T. Higgins. They were, no, uh, they signed Patrick Peterson. So okay, so well, that's not as crazy. I thought they had someone different, but they don't. But so I'm still a little bit concerned about it overall here. So I don't know exactly just if. If uh, Jamar Chase cannot catch the ball, which is what we've been seeing, and it has to, just, they just have to start focusing on Higgins. I don't know necessarily how it's going to work out, and I think they can limit him to not. He's going to get some catches still. He's going to get the work, uh, but I don't see that that touchdown upside. I'm kind of nervous about this week one. I think this is more of a Joe Burrow thing. Yeah, I was going to say I'm more nervous because Joe Burrow. I, like, think... I don't give a crap if Jamar Chase sticks. Like Tyler Boyd is not a good wide receiver, and T Higgins had a fine last year. Like T Higgins is still a one. It's just if Joe Burrow comes out and he's still hobbling on his leg, it's like, well, that makes T. Higgins a lot worse. So no, I agree. T. Higgins is the one of that. T. Higgins is definitely the one. But it's like if he gets the it's, the it's, one cornerback and stuff like that, I'm not sure how it. it I mean, he got it last year though. So, I don't think he didn't get the whole year though. But he got it most of last year. <laughs> so like he's the one. Of, like it's not. It's Joe Burrow thing. I don't know if it's a T. Higgins issue. Uh, I'm just I'm a little bit concerned with it just overall. Again, he's my number one guy in my uh, auction team, so he's 100 percent in. Uh, I have, it's your number one wide receiver. Yeah, essentially, yeah. That's phenomenal. OBJ and uh, who's Deontay Johnson? He was almost my sit of the week mm-hmm. too. Yeah, OBJ uh, Deontay Johnson. So yeah, I like Higgins a lot this year. And I think Higgins uh, Higgins could finish as the uh, in the top in the top 15 uh, realistically. Mm-hmm. I think right now I have him at 20, so I don't think finishing in the top 15 is that crazy with him. But 
this week one, I'm still a little bit, I'm kind of a little bit scared what's going on over there. Yeah, I'd like to see Burrow week one. So I understand this want to sit Higgins. I have him in the league, and luckily I can't sit Higgins. So I'm pretty happy about that. So my next sit of the week is Kenny Galladay. Uh, it's a lot of bad vibes in the Giants right now. With dumpster value. Yeah, they're, they, I have Kenny Galladay in the league, and that was just by pure, no one wanted him. He was $5. So, you know, just grabbed him. But they're playing, I believe they're playing the Broncos. Is that correct? I've checked this before. Yeah. But I, yeah. So that defense is pretty good, and they draft, drafted Patrick Sertain to cover Kenny Galladay. So even if Kenny Galladay plays, he's got a pretty – He's got a stud on him. He's got a, Yeah, he's got a good guy on him. Now, he might not play, so my backup is Allen Robinson. <laughs> and I will say this. I have Allen Robinson in the league, and I am probably sitting him against Jalen Ramsey. So, it's just going to be a gross game, too. Yeah. I cannot see a lot of points being played. Yeah. So <laughs> – that's my yeah, Allen Rob, Jalen Ramsey. If you look at what he does versus number one wide receivers, it's it's comical what he like. He's rude. He he's just different. So yeah, so that's my second start or sit, I should say. <laughs> I actually like uh, so with Denver's defense. Uh, just to add to this is I really like Denver's defense this year. I as my defense the first three weeks they get the Giants, the Jaguars, and the Jets. Oh, so I've been really, I've been really loving them. Then they, then they have a little bit of a rough patch. They got to play Baltimore. Um, they got to play Baltimore, Pittsburgh. They got Vegas. Yeah, you drop them though. <laughs> um, you got Vegas. You got you got Cleveland. You got Washington, Dallas, Philadelphia. Cleveland's not a good matchup. So no, I'm not saying they're a good matchup. I'm just saying it's kind of going through the team. So it kind of goes up and down. I don't love them playing the um, AFC North as much. Like that kind of scares me. Was it? In their own division. Yeah. Like, they have to play Justin Herbert and Mahomes four times. Yeah, well, Mahomes, luckily, it's that's a week 18, so you don't have to worry about it one time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you don't have to worry about it. Jesus, um, son of a gun. The, the, Herbert, the Herbert situation is, uh, the Herbert uh, is a little bit of a more of a wild card. He plays, they play wow. them late. Uh, but then they get, they get, vague, and then at the end of the year, too, for 14, 15, and 16, they get the Lions, the Bengals, and the Raiders again. And the Raiders again are going to be fifty fit. Raiders have to. That's a that's a good end too. So Note yeah, so he's a kind of a good spot. So that, that middle part's going to be a little bit for the rough. I trade to Logan Thomas for the Broncos. <laughs> so that that'd be uh, I would not want that. But are you sure? You seem pretty upset Logan about Thomas. Logan Thomas and not no, getting I, him. It, it would hurt. It would hurt. But so we're working on it. We're working on the trade. Right, it might happen. Uh, yeah, I think so, it's you. All right. So my my suit of the week is the Dolphins. <laughs> All right. I know that seems vague, but hear me out. They're playing Bill Belichick at home after Bill Belichick just got embarrassed for 16 games last year, and he just got half his defense back, and he spent all of the money he could possibly find in free agency on players to be on this team again this year. And it's not that, like, I like the Dolphins. I think they're a good team. I think Brian Flores is a good coach, but, like, I just I don't want to bet against They could them. be go- rocking into a buzzsaw this yeah, week. Yeah, week one – Week two, you could like we could think Tua might be the worst quarterback of all time. Week two, <laughs> like and then he could have an amazing season. Like it's just I'm, I don't have confidence in playing any of them. Like I, I think I'm getting bullied into playing Gaskin, or possibly, but I I do not feel good about it. Yeah, the Patriots are one of the teams we're talking about defenses. I love the Patriots defense like this year just in general because like I feel confident playing them against the Dolphins week one, and then they get the Jets week two. So that's pretty sweet. It is pretty nice. It's but 
there could be yeah this, be an ugly team this year. I think I like play. Tua. I like you know it's been it's been seen. I love Jalen Waddle this year. Yeah, the the tat, like the jersey tattoo on your back is kind of yeah. amazing. I I, I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I, I do not want to start anyone week one against Pats. That is not something I want to do. No, and then and Tua already you saw last year it was just. I mean, he, he was looked, a rookie. He had, yeah, no, but you saw some like really great games out of him. <laughs> a rookie, and, and you saw, saw some. Bad. You saw some bad, bad games. Like it was like completely like. It's almost like he's a rookie. Yeah, but you shouldn't go from like legit just he. Yeah, you how many times he back and forth from like starting, even if you have bad weeks like that. But that's just how they chose to coach him. He did not choose to be the starter one week and then not starting the next week. They chose to put Fitzpatrick in as the closer. Like that's just how they manage their team. That was weird when Pat, like it, when Pat's or Fitzpatrick would just go in as the closer role. Like, like I get it, but it's like that should not be a knock on Tua for being a rookie. Like it's hard, like it's hard being a quarterback <laughs> as a rookie. And also, like there's a stat out there that the Patriots versus rookie quarterbacks always just annihilate them. And I don't know, did Tua play them twice last year? or Only once. I think they he played them once. once. Okay, so this is. To a second time seeing Bill Belichick, and I'm gonna take Bill Belichick on this side. Yeah, last time he was 20 for 26 with 145 yards. Yeah, not doing that. Two rushing touchdowns though. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I like three two, but it's just the first. Yeah, the first playing the Patriots. Like I think two is gonna have a really good year. Like I'm actually genuinely excited to see the Dolphins play, but I think the week one it's just not a fun week one matchup. They could even still win the game because Mac Jones is still a rookie. Like Brian Flores is a good coach. He's from the Bill Belichick tree, but. Mm-hmm. You just, I'm just not really taking the bet that that's going to be a you know a 40-40 game that you want to have all the fantasy options in. Yeah. No. Yeah, and I, that that could be another one where you just don't know the outcome. You, it could be a terrible fantasy performance from everybody, or it's going to be really good from right. everybody. So. <laughs> be like, oh well, Waddle is. Really, be like, oh, I shouldn't have got that Waddle tattoo. <laughs> Devontae Parker goes off. All right, and now for a little bit more exciting news, dun, we dun, are going to do a bold take of the year. So there is going to be – there is no – we're doing two. There is no um, – No rhyme or reason. There's no rhyme or reason for this. You just have to pick Hot your takes. guy. Um, I think I'm doing one that's, gonna be, one that's not as hot and one that's going to be uh, pretty hot. One that – one I think I'm, I could be off by five and one I think I'm going to be off by 20. So that's my, my thought overall. But, again, bold take – Nothing else going with it. Just straight bull takes. So, I'm going to start mm-hmm. off. Antonio Gibson, top five running back this year. <gasps> I'm so shocked. I feel like I would be more shocked if I just didn't talk to you all the time about Antonio Gibson. <laughs> yeah, if we if we didn't talk fantasy so much, I'm, as soon as he said it, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense for you. Like, I'm not shocked by this at all. Yeah, I've been in on him for – I've been in on him from like so – since the draft I've been on him uh, last year. So I've been kind of just eyeing him up at all times. Now this year it's like, okay, cool. It actually it's looking good. But yeah, I think I think top five is I think top five is potential comes down to passing game, but top five potential. Yeah, I mean there was quotes coming out of for Antonio Gibson saying that like they're trying to use him like Chris McCaffrey, and if that happens, he's top five. Which is cool because you know Ron Rivera is the guy who you know made, made Christian, Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. So, my first bold take is all the Panthers players, that being Darnold. It's not counting CMC because he's always the he's already the running back one on all boards. Kind of cheap or whatever. Yeah. Darnold, <laughs> Robbie Anderson, 
DJ Moore, and even Terrace Marshall, all of them are going to outperform their ADP, and I think by a significant margin. I'm hyped about the Panthers. What was what, a significant margin? Like, probably eight to ten spots higher, maybe. Okay. Actually, I don't know where DJ Moore is. I, I would say it a little less for him because he's already... Yeah, Moore would be a little bit tough. Yeah. Moore, Moore is Moore's already, like... like... Moore is like a fifth, sixth round pick, yeah. I mean, he could out there. I mean, if he's a top, yeah, but if like, he becomes top fifteen wide receiver, like he's gonna outproduce. That. Yeah, if he's top 10, 12 wide receiver, that would not shock me. Unless we have him at twenty, uh, currently, that might have we didn't do really end of the season adjustments, but twenty and twenty seven for Robbie Anderson. But I mean, was that ADP or were we ever ranked? That was our ranking. That was our ranking of him. But I'm saying outperforming that too helps. Yeah, that is absolutely. So. Yeah, I, it was kind of – I wanted to, like – my first bold take, which was Super Bowl, and I didn't even – it was too bold. I was like, they're going to make the playoffs. And I was like, nope, I'm not doing that. But, yeah, that division is uh, – It's that, the Bucks division. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Is it just going to be – I don't even know what's – I don't know who's going to be saying. I would love to say it's going to be the Saints, but the Saints could very easily, like – I mean, it is whoever. Saints are gonna beat the, the who, Falcons. I, whoever I don't care. gets hot, that's all that is. Like, I, yeah. I, like the the Saints have the best coach in the division, unless you know, unless Matt Rule becomes you know really really good. But like, the, the Saints have the best coach in the division, so it's like they're the best bet to finish second. And so, and now DJ Moore is wide receiver twenty two off the board. Robbie Anderson, Robbie Anderson is wide receiver. Robbie Anderson is wide receiver thirty one off the board. And then you know, Darnold and Terrace Marshall are basically undrafted. So right. it's pretty easy to beat that one. But yeah. yeah. But it was significant. So. All right. Baker. Baker Mayfield, guaranteed top 10 quarterback. Bonus, OBJ, top 20 wide receiver. Ooh. Book it. Browns are going to be good. Done. <laughs> I, I'm uh, all aboard uh, OBJ. I really hope you're right. <laughs> I need you to be right. I so. like. I mean, Baker, he's had good years. He doesn't – last year he didn't throw, like, any picks. A couple bad weather games. And it's like he can if he breaks that 30, 30 touchdown mark, and he's gonna be he was he's for his yardage he's been thirty five, thirty eight, and thirty seven. He could easily get up to thirty touchdowns and over four thousand yards, and that's a great fantasy option. And if he takes a little more of a leap, he's gonna be even more up there. I'm just excited. They're gonna be. I'm excited that this team is gonna be like the Brian Tannehill Titans. I hope that well, is my goal. The other thing I love about Baker this year is that it's the contract year. Oh that's yeah, what I that's what I think the. Best part about him. That is. first energy is taking care of him pretty well. Have yeah. <laughs> you seen his commercials? Oh, yeah. No, no. His commercials <laughs> is fine. But, like, Dude. he's always acted in the career year. So, but I, yeah, I, I think it is definitely a bold take to put him in the top 10. I agree with that there. I would love to see it. Um, but, yeah, I like your bonus with OBJ a lot. Yeah, I just thought about that one. I just felt, felt spicy right now. So I said it. Like, I mean, OBJ has all the talent in the world to do it. Like, oh, it's right. just. Please. I just really want to see it. I bought a shirt like a month after he became the Browns, and I've been ashamed to wear it during the season so much. I can wear it during the offseason because that's like that's Odell Beckham season, but like it's so embarrassing to yeah. wear it during the season because he's done nothing. OBJ was like probably one of my most favorite players, like while he was on the Giants. And once I found out he's getting traded to Cleveland, I was so excited, and it's just been bad ever since. So. Well. Right, and yeah. then my uh, I, my next bold take will be that. Oh man! <laughs> oh, this ought to be good. I don't like we we haven't heard this, so this is gonna be new. Do I have to crack open a cold um, It is uh, Corey Davis and uh, Lavishka Chanel. I'm gonna stick out the Lavishka Chanel situation. Are both going to finish um in the top? Uh, 
Tw- uh, 24 top be a uh, wide receiver Ooh. two by the end of the year okay I, I, I was really i was afraid <laughs> i wanted to see like top 15 so I, yeah, I was just like <laughs> i was afraid no i just, it, it's again the same concept of them just beating their beating their adp uh yeah cory davis has gotten a ton of hype he's been another big big they, target guy they paid him to go there and he got beat up with targets in preseason like yeah. I, I don't we have besmirched cory davis as as many as much as I possibly can, and, and even I'm like, he might be pretty good this year. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, I like this. Movie. I'm way more confident in the Corey Davis one than I am the Lavishka. Really? Yeah, that's hilarious. Really? I really no, hate Urban Meyer. No, 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 no. It's I think I mean, there's a it, lot of mouths in Jacksonville, and that's why I. But there's no mouths in the Jets. Yeah, exactly. It's all Corey Davis. James Crowder has been there for like four years, very consistently. Yeah, but he like he had to take like a pay cut, or else they were gonna cut. Like I don't that that relationship's kind of yeah. weird. And I want to say I did get off that uh, before the season yeah. starts too. I, I want to make did, this clear. I did clear. think you were gonna say Corey Davis in the uh, Crowder. Like Crowder. No, no, no. no. Crowder. I, I've, like, been no the, I've been off the train of Crowder. Like he's gonna have. There is gonna be a week in there where Crowder goes off, and he's gonna get you like forty points in fantasy. You're not gonna play him, but like he's gonna get forty points. Oh, we're fuller. Uh, so, but I like Corey Davis a lot this year in Lavishka. I wanna if I had to make it a if I had to make it a bold head. Lavishka is the safest pick. Corey Davis, I think Corey Davis is the highest potential. So, both I think I think Levi, I think Corey Davis could completely bust though. We've seen it happen before. Oh yeah, uh, especially if Zach Wilson sucks. So it's all his yeah. contract year. We yeah, see if it's he, also an important part of that. Yeah, yeah. That's one reason I like the Vishka board because it's like Trevor Lawrence is better and it's going to be more man. Like he's guaranteed more manufactured touches. Okay, but yeah, you know, that that's where I'm going to go. There's both. That's probably beating their ADPs by like ten or twenty. So. I respect. I'm just glad it was top twenty four and not like top fifteen. I wasn't so bad. <laughs> Dude, that would have been like volcano level spicy takes. No, I'm not that spicy. All right, so I'm going to get called this this take uh, out of ne- not necessity. But uh, this is something I thought basically, like, even, like, when we were initially putting our rankings together. But Calvin Rayleigh's going to finish the year. Wide receiver one. This seems very much just, like, this is my guy. This is my guy. It's like if... This is and like I wanted most favoritism like this. Derek Henry running for two fifty and three every week. This no, is no, no, no. This is exactly Calvin what Ridley is. has shown he is an elite wide receiver. He's got. A ru- unproven Russell Gage and a rookie tight end. And do we expect the Falcons to win any games? No. Their defense sucks, so they're going to have to be throwing all the time. And Calvin Ridley's guaranteed like 12 targets a game. Yeah, that Ryan's arm is going to fall off this yeah. year. <laughs> yeah, no. Calvin Ridley literally it comes down to Calvin Ridley has the talent there. It depends if Matt Ryan is still going to just be okay. He'll be, he'll be okay. Yeah. He'll be okay. Yeah. I'm confident. That's all, it, okay. that's all like, I need. If he said good, I'd have been like, all right, we're tough here. But like, okay, he could be okay. That's all I need for Calvin Ridley. He could be okay. That's all I need for Calvin Ridley. Matt Ryan's made a career of being okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Julio Jones has been amazing for forever. <laughs> yep. All right, so this one's like, this one's like next to bold because the guy I'm talking about is like probably just, he's just as talented as like the other guy. But Kittle is going to be the number one tight end this year. Book it. My man. Yep. Just easy peasy lemon squeezy. Kelsey's time is up. He's amazing. I really don't. It, it's gonna be tough. Like it, it's just weird because Kelsey's been so good for so long. Like and he has my, the, my only thing with that, like it, it is definitely a spicy take, but like, Kelsey has been the number one tight end for I'm five aware. years straight. Yeah, that's why it's called a bull. No, no, no. I just said it's just spicy. I just said it's gonna be so crazy to see him just get. It's just a weird thing because it's like. You're not saying like you're not saying someone who's like not as talented. Like it's Kittle's just as talented. No, right. He's just 
Kelsey always gets the work and doesn't get hurt. Like they just play, they play different. They just play differently. Like Kittle yes. tries to run through people, and he's kind of he's the, he's always injured a little bit, not never hurt, but you know he's always missing you know two games. And Kelsey just always plays and always is good. But yeah, this year Kelsey's gonna roll an ankle for ten minutes, and Kittle's gonna take advantage of it. <laughs> In my draft yesterday, I I was staring down Waller or Kittle. And I ended up going Waller, but I was very close to picking Kittle because I do think Kittle like Waller's safer. Kittle Kittle can literally break, just like bust open an NFL game. Like he, he can, can destroy. Like when he, I think it was against Denver when he went for like two hundred and like thirty yards. That's game breaking. Like, he can break eight tackles in one play. Like I love Travis. <laughs> I love Travis Kelsey, but he ain't going for two thirty in a game. No, Kelsey is just the consistent get you uh, one twenty, like one hundred five ten targets every game. Get you probably like eighty to a hundred yards. Yeah, and get you maybe one touchdown. Yeah, it's like touchdowns have been a bit weird one. But the big issue with uh, the the Kelsey is that he has Mahomes. Like, yeah, it's really hard. To we have talking about like Mahomes. best quarterback. Like you said, yeah, Kittle and Waller are, ama- are amazing, but it's like who's their quarterback? Same thing with Mark Andrews too. It's like who's their quarterback? You give him Mahomes, it's like these guys all could be in the a very similar spot. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it's just the consistency. He's getting such quality targets. He's mm-hmm. such an elite player. Right, and that's what's just been all. And every other year before that, he just had, even with Alex Smith, it's like Alex Smith just loved him. So it's like, it worked out great. Well, that's when Kelsey was younger, too. Kelsey was given the, he was given the kiddle effort. He was more spry. Yeah. It's not like he doesn't try now, but he's, you know, he's more smart about it. He's the veteran. He yeah. gets the nine instead of... I was going to he's smarter of, now, yeah. Yeah, he gets the nine yards instead of the 14. Like, Kittle's like, I'm going to get 13 and a half yards. I'm going to track three people with me. He's going to blow my knee out. Yeah, but it's going to be awesome. Hopefully we see him getting more. I just looked at his touchdowns. Like, I hope we see more than five touchdowns. He hasn't yeah. beat that mark yet. Yeah, the other thing that might be working against Kittle is now that Ayuk and Debo... If they're healthy the whole year, it could hurt. I'm excited to see what that offense is because it's like I, I don't necessarily love. I think Ayuk and Debo are both really good, but I don't love either of them because they're both just like neither of them are really a wide receiver. They're just this Kyle Shanahan tool and, that gets and, used amazing. And they do love to run the football. And yeah, so it's like, San Fran. Like so, I, I'm confident Kittle is the guaranteed number one option. Like he's going to get all of the real passing work, and then Debo and Ayuk just get the ball given to them in weird ways. Mm-hmm. So. It's a weird team. It's exciting, though. All right. Well, that's all the time we have for the Goins Podcast. Once again, I'm Scotty. I'm Mitch. I'm <laughs> Spencer. I, was, I thought he was kidding. I was just like, wait a second. <laughs> uh, and good luck for week one.